Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School. A little change in plans of what we're going to talk about. We'll hit on the Big 12 being open for business and, and all that stuff uh, in the next segment. But in this one, I I just remembered I saw Whit Merrifield and, and the Kansas City Royals are traveling up. Well, the Kansas City Royals are traveling up to Toronto to play a baseball game, a four-game series. Um, and Whit Merrifield and I believe eight-ish other players are – not vaccinated, and for Canada, you need to be vaccinated to to enter cross the, the border, country. enter the country, you know, participate in sporting events. Um, so Kansas City is going to be down eight players. Whit Merrifield, probably one of, if not their best player, <laughs> came out with a statement, pretty much saying little little Cliff Notes version: um, if the Royals were better and were in contention to make the postseason or a postseason run he would get vaccinated and travel to Toronto. But since they suck, he's just going to take the four-game series as a, as a break. Like, what do you do? Just go on, like, a little vacation? Yeah, I mean, just or stay in Kansas City. city work just out go, a little bit. Yeah, go wherever. Put your pitches in. Yeah, so Kansas City's I'm sure down nine was, players. I'm sure he was going to be in the starting rotation, right? Well, he's an outfielder. 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 Well, oh, he's he like the utility outfield infield. Like, yeah. he plays everywhere. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like, one of their best players. And, yeah, he's not going to be there. So they're calling up a bunch of guys from AAA for this four-game series and then probably send them back down. Well, you never know. Maybe. They, they, hey, they might get hot, and then they say, you know, you don't have a job. But they ne- – Never, mean, never uh, underestimate the power of opportunity that some of these guys will get and that you give up. I think they're looking to trade wit anyways, so that might just expedite the Bobby situation. Bobby Wood Jr.? No, no, no oh, Whit Merrifield. Oh, yeah. I think Bobby Bobby Wood Jr. is making the trip. Yeah, I believe he's yeah, vaccinated, he, yeah. so he'll, he'll he'll make the trip. But yeah, like and nine he's a players. Real deal. Oh, he's good. I I remember you know talking to some Royals fans and they were super excited for him last season and they never called him up right. for whatever reason. Uh, and then they called him up this season and he started and was imme- immediately making great plays at third base with the glove and the the bat was coming along and I was like, you know what? You might be right because before I was like he's not going to be that good. They're right. they're never that good. Turns out, really good. Yeah, I mean it's uh, I know he was with the Storm Chasers, and uh, one of the kids I coached in the fall his name is Ian uh, Drouse, and he loved Bobby Wood Jr. and he he went up there and then he went down to his first start, and I think he's I can't speak for him, but I think he's met him so much that he recognizes him. <laughs> And you know what I mean? That's, and that's it, awesome. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Ian was able to go down and watch him. I think you saw him get his first hit. Um, and so, you know, I kind of live, you know, Bobby Witt starism through Ian and, uh, he, he loves him, you know, and, uh, it's good to see a, you know, a guy that has some local ties, which is obviously Omaha storm changer, do some, do some big things, but, uh, his teammate there with his, it's it's something that you might talk about talk about amongst each other. Mm-hmm. That's not something that you want to put out there. You don't you don't put that out as oh a yeah statement if yeah for if I'm on Atlanta Braves I definitely would have been vaccinated. Then because because he said was you know if somehow we were going to play Toronto in the in the playoffs I definitely would strongly consider it yeah or do it. But like you're not you're not going to make the playoffs so he's just like yeah whatever. It's like that's you don't yeah you don't say that you don't say that out loud for everybody to hear. And speaking of like. Major league players and like local connections. I know 
I believe Lincoln Pius baseball or their summer team. Um, they they went up to Boston for a game because one of their pitchers is from Pius. Oh, okay. So yeah. he paid for like all their tickets and they were oh, they awesome. were on the field and they yeah. took pictures and everything. So that's pretty cool. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, good I for them. Saw that and I, was, I think it was like last week or something, but I I didn't bring it up, but I remember seeing it. And I was like, that's really awesome. Like yeah. that's that's cool to have you know guys who make it professionally give back to um you know their community and back to their high school. Yeah, I mean. Look, when somebody makes it, a local guy makes it, everybody's involved. And, uh, you know, when that happens, you know, it's good to see guys that make it to the professional level or even college level uh, don't forget where they came from or to give back. So that's, that's big big for the uh, pious uh, community or sports community and the alumnus. You know, we actually have a little bit of time. So we'll actually get to this Big 12 thing because I have some other stuff that I want to talk to you in the other segment. So the Big 12, the commissioner said they're open for business. They're looking to add – teams to the conference to you know keep themselves relevant we heard the rumors of six pac 12 teams pac 10 whatever they are now um joining the big 12 but then that never really came to fruition i don't know if they're still in talks so if the big 12 were to add any schools is there any and and i'm sure that they're open for anybody you know mountain west western athletic you know mac american i mean they're adding four from the american next season yeah so is there any teams that you think would fit well in the big 12 that currently aren't in a they need to get like what's the school like arkansas state that throws for a ton of yards oh yeah like the red Uh, wolves yeah they need to get them um i think boise state would be boise state would be great that's the one i was thinking um maybe nevada but that's kind of like. Do you want Nevada or UNLV? Like, I was about to say UNLV. Yeah, it could be like a TV market, and then you could yeah. have the Big Twelve Championship at yeah, Raider Stadium. Yeah, yeah, so I think UNLV places like that that's going to bring some pizzazz, even though the, the schools might not be up to snuff as far as like your top end, you know, Oklahoma States, but they'll be able to score points. You'll be able to, you know, kind of be that conference or whatever they call it, Pac twelve, Big Big Twelve combination. Tour, that's what you're known for mm-hmm. and then hopefully you get a you know few teams that are really really good at throwing it around the yard and you know scoring you know 35 plus points a game so you get a team like Oklahoma State sometimes that have really good defense that can do mm-hmm. both and put guys in the league and have you know dominant defense and offensive players so it can be done they just got to be really really strategic about it um, don't try to run away from the identity of what the Big 12 is known for no just embrace it and even bring in some Pac-12 teams that might not fit it right away, they'll adjust. Arizona and, and, and Arizona State. Right, and to say, hey, look, this is what we're going to do. Um, it'll maybe spread your horizons, how you can recruit players. Maybe mm-hmm. you can go get a big-time quarterback because instead of playing and say, like a pro-style offense where, you know, Arizona State, the last two or three drafts have had a running back pick, okay, now you can, you know, we're going to throw it 10 or 15 times more a game. So, um, you could, you know, opens up, you know, your ability to go get a higher ranked quarterback, then you get the receivers, so forth and so on. So, uh, and there's a plethora of talent, not only in Arizona, but surrounding the states as well. Mm-hmm. Like you still got all those teams in Texas, you got Oklahoma state there and you added, you added Houston, Cincinnati, UCF and BYU. So you're opening, yeah, you, you can't go, Florida you, connection. You, you can't go and, and, and try to like get a Wisconsin or something. No, you got to get your, your business model is this. Mm-hmm. get people close to it. And that's why I think Washington would be different because they always have kind of been a physical type of that would be That would be weird, but I think they could do it. Oh, they could easily do it. I think they could do it. They Oregon would have been a good ad. Yeah. Um, 
Arizona or Arizona State would have been good. If yeah. they could go get a San Diego State, that'd yep. be, San that, Diego, would be that would be phenomenal. That would be yeah. fun. Uh, Han of Lincoln Hotline, starter and text line, 402-464-5685. Let's go to the phones. We've got Mike on the line. Mike, welcome to Old School. What's up? Hey, how are you guys? Hey, kind of on the line of what you're talking about. Um, you, you know, I hear people talk about, hey, you know, what, what Big 12 teams could we add to the Big 10? And I, I know I'm crabby, get off my lawn guy, old guy, but I don't want to see any Big 12 teams get into the Big 10. Now, I don't wish the Big 12 to fold, but, you know, I guess I got a long memory, and I remember how all those teams, you know, were willing to take it up to tailpipe for Texas. And I think it's hilarious that the K-States of the world, Colorado, are scrambling, and even though our athletics hasn't been great, we're sitting in a pretty prime spot. We don't have to sit here and worry about the future landscape. You know, I remember when everyone you know, was 11 to 1, 10 to 2 on every vote. Is that why Nebraska, you know, declined? I, you know, I don't know. That's debatable. But, uh, you know, the guy from K-State, John Wetfeld, or however I'm probably mispronouncing it, he wrote a book about his time at K-State and one. One uh, section was devoted to how he loved it. He said, we helped bring down the Nebraska dynasty by voting with Texas and anything they wanted, we voted the other way. And I remember another individual, and I don't know if he told the athletic director, the chancellor, whatever, but he asked him, why are you always voting everything Texas way? And he said, you know, if you guys weren't winning all the time, it'd sure be a lot easier to vote with you. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't want to see Kansas. Yeah, they got a great basketball program. I hope none of these guys get in the big sure thoughts. Thanks. Hey, thank you, Mike. Thanks for the call. I get that. I feel like a yeah. lot of a lot of uh, older fans feel the same way just because of, you know, what he said, where every team was voting against Nebraska and voting with Texas when they were added to the Big 8 and then it became the Big 12. So I understand that. But at the same time, I think it would be if the Big 10 was looking to add more teams and if they wanted to go further south, I think it'd be pretty good to get, get – one or two Big 12 teams, and really I'm looking at Oklahoma State as like a prime team to add to the Big 10 because, as you said, from time to time they have really solid defenses, but they also, you know, can sling it around the yard, put up some points. Yeah. And, you know, Mike Gundy's a fun interview. So Yeah, and uh, he would definitely come in and push some buttons and challenge some guys and uh, be a little bit different. But they're, I think Oklahoma State's a lot more physical than what people give them credit for. Um, but if I'm the Big 10, I think they're – you know, waiting for Notre Dame. Um, yeah. I'm a little leery of it. I know Notre Dame brings the cachet. They got a ton of money, TV and all that stuff, but it, it just reeks of Texas over again. Mm. Because when you – when because Notre Dame can control their own destiny and they're going to come in and act like they need to be running everything, it just seems like it would be uh, counterproductive for the whole conference. And, you know, what Nebraska is worrying about right now doesn't need to – Really wouldn't wor- I really wouldn't worry about if, if the Big Ten brings in more teams. Mm-hmm. Our main focus needs to be on having the best football season as possible, um, do that, and then have another one. Get back, be in the conversation. Then you can kind of really, really voice your opinion with people actually listening. Like right now, you just feel like, you know, if you, you know, Nebraska feels strongly about some stuff, you're almost like it's almost works against you because they're like, how dare you even have an opinion when you can't, you know, make a bowl game. So 
I think once you start winning, there's a lot of things that change and, and goes to your favor. And with Nebraska, you, winning at the rate of, say, like year in, year out, say like Iowa or Minnesota, just say seven to nine games, that give, that's it's equivalent to a lot more when you're going to the bargaining table. So, yeah. um, you know, we have a good year this year and next year, and then we'll uh, primarily this year, and then, you know, our opinion will actually start to count. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into uh, a little something different. We're gonna we'll stick on football, but we're gonna we're gonna switch it up from college to NFL because again, scrolling through Twitter, things are heating up between a former player and oh, a former that. MVP yeah. in the Twitter land. So right. we'll hit on that up next on Old School. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. 